Good evening, everyone, on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope. And this is episode two of Let's Talk Presents the Poetry Corner with King Atterbury. What's going on, Cos? Good evening, everybody. How y'all doing? I'm all right. Happy to be here. <laughs> I see, I see we I see we have Lisa here. Explain to the audience who she is. Jalisa is my daughter. Uh, she lives out in Florida. See how you okay. do that? Daughter, Florida. <laughs> Jalisa, welcome to the show. Thank you. So tell tell the audience a little bit about yourself. You know uh, where you live in Florida. What um what got you into poetry? Nine out of ten, it wasn't your dad. Because uh, we some we we sometimes don't try to do the same thing that our parents do. So tell us a little bit about yourself and uh you know what got you into poetry. Yeah, well, you know, I'm born and raised came in New Jersey. I came out to um, St. Petersburg, Florida, 2011, September 1st, uh, which is on the west coast of Florida, which is on the east side of the Gulf of Mexico um, in the county of Pinellas. Uh, I got into writing poetry when I was exposed to um, old archives from James Baldwin, Martin Luther King, um, Malcolm X, Wayne Dyer. Uh, Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale. Um, basically, when I realized that my thoughts can control my reality, you know, my reality changed. And then that's when I was moved or inspired to write poetry. Um, I ended up joining a writer, writer's group here in St. Petersburg called Keep St. Pete Lit. And they gave me access to the underground art uh, collective here in the city. And um, it's brought me to where I am now. Um, I write poetry, you know, but now I add music to it. And I, I, I am a singer songwriter, uh, rap. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> well, King, you know, this is this is this is this is your living legacy right here. You know, um, I'm, I'm quite sure you you proud of your daughter being a poet as well. Oh, of course, I'm not. I've, I've listened to her work. Uh, and I yeah, my, actually, I have it in my phone. And you, you and know. you definitely you definitely brought her to uh to the show, which uh is interesting. Did you bring her to the show as your daughter, or you brought her to the show as another poet? No, nah, I brought her to the as my as another poet, not my daughter. You know, she always okay. recognized as my daughter. She know that, but but I told her was I was like, come on, Julissa, you know, speak that poetry. You know what I'm saying? Spit that fire. Come on. So so so, Lisa, you have you have a. Uh, Something for us, one of your one of your famous poems. We're we're waiting. Whenever you're ready. Yeah, yeah. It's called um, Saint Petersburg. All right. Um, I sharpen my pencil as in number two, the same way a heron I named Blue would do. Against the seawall for the upkeep of her beak to prepare for the kill shot that she seeks from the mullet who hang out in the bay, only to go back to the Gulf of Mexico to release their row as an egg to come into the harbor, back out to the bayou as in coffee pot where the white pelicans feed above the water surfaces in November. Meanwhile, the breath of them all, the brown pelican dives 365 days in Tampa Bay the corpus dolphin play, but they keep the mullet at bay. Now, really, who's best of the bay? Is it the brown pelican or the ostrich? 
spray. Mm. And that's it. I like that. What, what, what made you write that? What? I think I'm, a, I'm a bird watcher. You know, okay. I find my peace through nature. Um, so a lot of my poetry is comes from that. Okay, King, you you got you got another another one of your poets uh, just entered the studio. Oh yeah, yeah. Who's in here? <laughs> Who's in here? You got you got a squad tonight. Who live on stage? Oh, hey Terry. Hey. Hey, what's up? How you up? doing? I'm fine. How are you? Terry, this is this is uh, King Atterbury's poetry corner. We just I heard see. a we, we just heard a poem by Lisa. Um, Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Would you? Would you? You're, you're a poet as well. Um, I try. I wouldn't call. What do you me mean? What do you poet. mean? What do you mean? You try? I try. I just. I just got away. I just got away with words. Just well, like that. I wouldn't well, classify myself as a poet. Well, uh, <laughs> tell me, <laughs> tell the audience a bit about yourself. Where you from? Um, I'm from DC. Um, probably been writing for a while. Um, I used to write songs for a band I used to be in, and um, it just kind of grew from there. Um, but I stopped for many, many years. I just started probably writing again, I want to say sometime over the summer, last summer. But not as, as much as I used to, not as uh, often as I used to write. I got stuff here and there, but I mean, I used to have books. And, so, so, right so you're from DC. You're a Redskins fan. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. You said you said that quickly. Absolutely not. I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. I'm a cheesehead all day, every day. Oh, mm, that's interesting. <laughs> so, so do you do you have uh one of your famous poems that you'd like to uh? I got one that I actually wrote at work, and it. It started at work as a. We were talking about how favoritism at the job is so rampant, and I was like, "Well, you know what they say: favor ain't fair." Mm. And I was just like, "Huh." And I just started writing, and I wrote a little bit, and I got on the train and pulled my book out and wrote and wrote and wrote. So I can I can read that one for you. Now keep in mind, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about mine. Mm. <laughs> okay, we understand. <laughs> so, right. That's the name. That's the name of the poem. Favorite, favorite, favorite ain't fair. Mm. Okay, so let me wipe the coke. I just woke up not too long ago. Sorry, y'all. I had a hard day at work today. We understand. All right. So right. Said, uh, it's called Favorite Ain't Fair. Favor ain't fair, need this life. It comes with despair, it comes with strife. It comes with the good, it comes with the bad. It comes with some stuff, you, some feelings you wish you never had. Favor gives you grace, life makes you run the race. Favor gives you the will, the, favor gives you the will to chase. Life makes you think about the time you waste. Favor gives you options, life gives you choices. Favor allows for caution. Life seldom offers allows for the rejoices. Favor allows blessings. Life involves stressing. Flavor, I'm sorry, favor allows for progression. Life teaches you many lessons. Favor allows for 
boldness. Life will sometimes show you coldness. Favor allows for the for deep reflection. Life makes you want to want you to forget about the deception. Favor gives you the best. Life puts your heart and mind through many tests. Favor gives you the strength to say amen. Life makes you say never again. Favor allows you to win. Life sometimes allows you to sin. Favor allows you to live your dreams. Life makes you lie and sometimes scheme. Favor allows you to shake off the hate. Life will, life will continue to make to continue to have you make the same mistakes. Favor allows you to forgive. Life can whip your tail, make you not want to live. Favor allows you to be strong. Life makes you regret all your wrongs. I like that. Thank you. I like that. And, you know, that's what's up. That's what's up. It's, 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 inter you. It's, it's interesting. You, you you said you wrote that because you saw some things going on at work. Yeah, we we got a lot of favoritism and things going on at work, and so I, you know, they were just into the. Hey, well, you know, I said, well, you know, the favoritism around here, and we just started talking. I was like, well, you know what they say, favor ain't fair. I was like, as they walked away, I was like, hmm. <laughs> I just started writing. One of one of the things that when you were when you were think when you were uh, reciting it and reading it, I, it, it made me uh, think about and reflect about some of the things that's going on in this world with being privileged. And yeah. You know how a lot of people say that it's, it's uh, the white privilege that a lot of people have and people not really understanding it and a lot of even white folk not even understanding how they have it to be privileged um, just right. by being white because maybe they came through to America a different way than we did. They came over here for hope and we came as bondage and as slaves. Exactly, uh, exactly. So, so when you was reciting, it made me really, really think about that. Like sometimes, even in the 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 favor, a yeah, lot of people don't understand the privilege. Hey, hey exactly. King. So, so, so Terry, how do you and my King know each other? Oh man, MySpace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> MySpace. 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 So that tell you that's a long, long time. I want to say. 2000, what was that, five or six? Yeah. Like so we, five. We, we've, been, we've been friends for a while. So have you, wow. have, you, have, you, have you just like ceased to write or you just had stopped writing? I just, I, it wasn't that I ceased. It was, it, it's, I don't know if anybody can relate, and I'm sure you probably can. When you have so many ideas in your head, you just don't know how to put them all together. Like in this season and, and this and this time that we're going through with with the George Floyd and and the Ahmad and Ahmad and the Brianna and 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 so many things, you're just like it's so much you have on your heart and in your head. It's like how do I process this? Or how do I get it all on paper? And it's like I have so much, so much to say. Just how how to actually word it i wouldn't say actually how to word it. it's just it's so much like i would probably be writing for the rest of my life with so much that's going on right now so to to actually 
Come back. Hold on. There yeah, we go. You, nah, you back. I was switching, I was switching from my, my phone because my phone is so small and retarded. Um, with so much, so much that you have to to like I said, there's so much material out here, just just in general, just as how going through life right now and everything, and it's like I have you have so much, like how do you get all of that on paper? Yeah, yeah. I'm you know, without without making that just take up, and not saying that it's, it wouldn't be a bad thing, but it's like that would take up so much of my time that I like to write. Like I said, it working out. Like my friend was like, write a poem for her book, and it took me like ten minutes to write this poem, and I wrote a poem for that book. Hey, Lisa, I didn't ask for it. Jaleesa. How did you know it was a personality? She got a little baby in the background. Yeah, uh-huh. granddaughter. Oh, I haven't come to that stage of my life yet. <laughs> Lisa, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear. Yeah, I just had to put you on mute. My daughter is. Uh... Well, that's 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 truly yeah. understandable. We we get it. We see she just jumped in the screen and wanted to be seen. So. <laughs> So, do, are you are you currently doing a lot of writing as well? Yes, but it is a different kind of writing. So, right now, I um, I'm very active in the civil rights movement here in the city of St. Petersburg. Now, um, I've organized a group of protesters who um, we are holding space down at City Hall, which happens to be right next to the supervisor of elections, which happens to be on the court, you know, a judicial building. Um, so the writing, I just don't understand why people are lighting firecrackers, firecrackers in the daytime. I get it. <laughs> they light up here too. All I hear is boom, boom, boom outside. <laughs> charter law. Since June 19th. It's Juneteenth. This is so what, what I'm, I'm doing, doing right now. I know. I'm currently like I'm I'm interpreting interpreting uh, municipal law right now. Mm-hmm. That there's certain policies in the city of St. Petersburg that are keeping us hindered from land equity. So I've been that's what I've been writing. I haven't been writing poetry. I mean, I've been freestyling every now and then. Because I've been up from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m., right? So in between trying to process and formulate these 500-page documents I've been receiving, um, I've been, you know, I've been writing here and there. But my main focus right now is try to interpretate these municipal ordinances right now. Okay. That's, that's, that's a great thing. Hey, King. What's up? Let me ask you a question. All right. What you got for us this week? I got a couple. I got some things in the chamber. You know, <laughs> you know that. <laughs> this one, this one is called Off the Point. Bring back the latest. Okay, let's make the author famous. Might not be the greatest. Line them up with the favorites. Build the buzz around his posts with no host. Give him hope. For me to you was just a note so all couples could cope. What is in the air, one poem appear here, my dear. Words of Marvin Gaye's air contact is aura as a seal. It is never far near, windows are broke, doors jammed. Break the boards, watching soar from a child to a man. Double bag on the shoulder, moving about like a soldier. No summertime love in December, the weather's colder. 
Okay. Hold on, boulder, walk in lanes oh, that keep my income. My father's spirit tells me, go, son, prepare your wisdom. New life is all right, got to fight and shine bright. Dark matter surround areas where the eyes carry light. Bow and arrow thoughts into the stage as the fingers tight. Release my energy of might, ignite a vibe that will delight. How, how long ago you wrote that? A few weeks ago. I felt that Huh? I felt that one. I felt yeah. that one. I like that. Yeah. So Terry. Yes. Tell us who, 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 who what got you into poetry? What, what what was your calling? What was what made it click to start putting pen to paper? Nikki Giovanni. Really? Learned about her in high school and she was so into her her things. And I think my favorite poem that she wrote, and they used it on um um, a different world, and uh, oh. it was a scene where they were talking about the little mammy dolls, and Kim was like, I don't like that because it reminds me of me, and she did a whole poem, and she she basically said that, that you know, in the poem, it was, um, and I don't know why I can't feel it for right now, but in the poem, she was basically talking about um, you know, she was was in the essence of one, but she was like in Africa. She was like, my son gave me this and my son gave me that. My son gave me this. And my son, and I remember reading a poem in high school and the one line that stuck out with me and I put that on everything like my Instagram page. That's like my hashtag. The one the one part of that poem that stuck out to me, she said, I'm so I'm so hip, even my errors is correct. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so hip, even my errors are correct. Wait, I was like, okay, I started to, to 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 listen to her, and then I was like, okay, maybe I can write, maybe this. And then once I, they had a show equivalent to Deaf Comedy Jam called Deaf Poetry Jam. I don't know if anybody remember that. Mm -hmm. like, I wish they still had it. When I say that thing was the bomb, and Georgia Meach. My thick sister, oh my gosh, she was everything. And I was just like, I got to write this album right here, right here. And they were like, oh, okay, you in the band. Let's write a hook for this song. Write a hook for that song. Write a hook. And I did it. And I was like, okay. And I started to flow more and some more to it. And it's like, as I, as I progress, saw myself progressing more, they were like, why don't you write for music? Why don't, why don't, and I'm just like, nah, I don't think I could get in there. It was like, no, you will make more money singing. I mean, songwriting versus you doing the singing. And then, you know, life happened. Kid, you know, my kids needed this, and they, they I was being pulled in so many directions. And then it was like, that was my time to write because I'm like, I'm stressing the job, the children getting on my nerves. You know, life just happened so much. But instead of pouring that into my writing, I just, I just stopped. Mm. And now I'm, I'm trying to get. Why are you wasting drinking water? It's like, like again, it's so many directions I want to go with it, but it was like so much, so much content, so much subject, especially now in, in this day and age. It's like, how do you put everything that you're feeling in your head and everything that you're feeling in your mind onto paper and make it make sense, not to make like your. Yeah, just, it's, yeah. So you kind of, you know, I remember years ago, uh, many many moons ago, I had a guy. Uh, tell me to always keep a pen and paper with you at all times you know and and i'm not into poetry i mean i i, I don't write or nothing like that i just listen and um it's funny how like even with that 
if I don't have a pen and paper with me, I got a, a little mini uh, voice recorder that I keep with me at all times. Once I've definitely once I started doing this this the shows type of stuff, because you never know when you're gonna come across something or a thought where you have to record your voice and be like, "Yo, remember this," so yeah. you can go back and uh, have it as a have it as a uh, a reference point, right? To, uh, to explain your uh, situation. So hopefully, you know, my uh, what my cousin's trying to do with Poetry Corner, it could be a vehicle like uh, uh, Deaf Poetry was for all of us. I remember watching it rushing home because I wasn't one of them guys that hung. I hung out, but I didn't hang out at clubs or nothing like that. So I would rush home to, to catch the episode live. Yes. That was, that was me. That was me. You know, they would have yeah, some people over here. And I can't remember this white guy's name. He was like, he was like, he want to go back to hip hop or some type of something. You want to have a sandwich before we go? And I remember his, his, his one line. He was like, I remember when Tim Hardaway had a crossover. <laughs> and it was just like the people they would bring on there. I'm just like, they, they, these guys are are amazing, and one of the guys is from DC, and I cannot think his name. Lord, I can't think his name. His name, I think his name is Saul. I can't think his name, but I know he ended up playing on Girlfriends as Joan's boyfriend, and the guy that wouldn't sleep with her. But he's from here, and he won a lot of poetry, um, a lot of slams. He's and he's from here, and he was amazing. I said, I cannot think of this child's name, and I think his first name was Saul. And he was amazing. I was just like, they actually have, you know, poetry contests like that. And the name of the movie, I think, was called Slam. And I'm like, okay, this happened in DC. Nobody called me. Nobody told me. I didn't know anything about this. And, <laughs> you know, the closest thing we got to, to any type of thing, I know we got Busboy and Poets. I don't know if they have them all over anywhere else. I know they have them here. And they used to have poetry night and open mic night. And, you know, after before COVID, it, it just started to decline because a lot of people didn't want to hear spoken word. Which I would sit there all night and hey, if I could and all that, but they don't have them and it, it didn't have them as much. And now that they with COVID, it's just like they're non-existent now. So it's like if if, if you want to have that place to showcase that you want to showcase what you can do in your talent, it, it, it wouldn't be go. And I, I put a lot of my stuff on the internet. And I used to tell him all the time, I said, man, put, make sure when you put your stuff on there, you put copyright, whatever, screenshot, do whatever you need to do because you have some yeah. other people who will steal your work. Yeah, yeah. That's hey, true. Hey, King, so so uh, this is the second episode of Poetry Corner. What is, what is, what is your short-term goal with the program? What are you trying to do with it? I'm trying to, you know, open up windows of opportunity for other poets to come in here, you know, saying slam dance on a few things, you know, do a lot of expression because we have a lot of things going on out in the world right now. I mean, me personally, I write every, almost every day, you know, I, I light it up because, you know, if I'm not out there, like per se, like my daughter protesting and stuff like that, I protest in a different way. You know what I'm saying? I, I throw some lines in the air and um, let it float. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> levitate to wherever it go. I don't care who who don't like it or whatever. I mean, that's your own personal problem, preference, or whatever. But it's going to be expressed and it's going to go out there regardless. I'll touch on any subject matter. It doesn't matter. And it don't take me long to do it, neither. 
15 okay. minute tops. <laughs> so, 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 who, who, who got something ready for us? Who got, who I got, got some, some more poetry for us? I got one more right now, but I'll let the, I'll let the woman take the stage. <laughs> you know, not Ter Terry in her bag right now. Like she thinking and she like ready. I know she, she like ready to go in. Like, Jaleesa, you here? I hear. Let's yeah, um, I, 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 I'm, yeah, I have to go. It is, it is dinner time. Aww. I just wanted to support you. Um, next time Thank I join you. I this, I'll have, I'll have some more ammo, Miss Terry. I would love to connect with right. you at a later Absolutely. time. I would like Absolutely. to hear more of your speech, and um, I want to hear some of your work. We. Lisa, um, Lisa, thank Lisa, you for hosting, you. and uh, thank you, yeah, we appreciate right, you. you coming on. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Definitely. I I don't know. I, I don't know if I wrote this for somebody or this was like, yeah. I don't even know. So y'all got to excuse me because as you can see, I have doctor's handwriting. Oh. I, I was going to say, let, let's get to it. Let's, let's rock it out. <laughs> you know I got papers right here. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I come prepared. it. <laughs> It's called um, If Only For One Night. I was always told, look but don't touch. Asking myself daily, is the secret desire just too much? Contemplating the what ifs, the good and the bad. Wanting to give you something you never had. That's something, let's be clear. It's more than meets, it's more than meets the eyes. And it's definitely more than what lies between these thighs. Vibing on the regular. Endless smiles and endless laughs and smiles. Thinking as we converse, I make this interlude worthwhile. Constantly on my mind, is this right or wrong? Given trying hard to fight this feeling, but this feeling is way too strong. Fantasizing about being in your arms keeps me playing in my mind. And I know that I will get what I desire. It's just a matter of time. Picture, picturing me washing you with kiss, with my kisses, running your fingers through my running your, running your fingers through my hair. No interruptions, just us in the moment, and this this and this experience we're about to share. The mere thought of you inside of me, like it makes my entire nature rise, and it only intensifies when I stand to your eyes. If only for a moment I can have you to myself. I long to have you long to have so much more of you, but you belong to someone else. That night will never come as I patiently wait. I long to have you if only for a moment. Give me that moment and I promise to make that moment great. I have no idea who I wrote this for. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you who I wrote it for. I have no idea, but that was so, so, only so, for one so, night. So you feel like you feel like Joel put you out there today, like yeah, come on the show. No, he he kind of told me and, and and he called me today to remind me. And after I got off the phone with him, I, I I ate and I fell asleep. And I was just like, when I heard the phone ring, I was like, okay, why am I asleep? So I didn't remember. But he had he he prepared me for it. But I didn't so, I didn't have it, I, I didn't have anything like you know let me go write something real quick. This is some stuff that I wrote over the summer. So you didn't tell nobody. You was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be on the show. We talking about poetry." You oh. ain't tell none of your girlfriends. Nobody. Why not? I didn't forget because they know all it. They know. 
they know. Because usually somebody, you're like, I'm going to be on the show. I don't know this one guy. I know Joel. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know. I feel kind of nervous because I'm going to be talking to the world and they don't know me like that. That's so the thing. I, I'm I'm good with with if I had to do a, a, a poetry setting with millions and millions of how many people watching, it's when I'm just sitting alone with three or four people that I'm nervous. That's the same thing when I sing. If I I'll sing in front of anybody if it's 29 million people, but a small group I'm nervous because I know that in a, in in a, in a big setting I know they everybody ain't paying attention to me. So what? So what? So being that you're a Packer fan. If you was in the middle of Lambeau Field and you had to sing poetry to the rest of the cheese head, what would that experience be like? Great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you, look, you don't even need to have nothing on. You just, just go right up the top of your head. Talk about everybody. I, I don't know. I probably would. I mean, I probably could, but I would, I would want to have something prepared. You know, because you know, Aaron Rodgers be right there. You know hey. Up, oh, you, you a Packers fan or Aaron Rodgers fan? I'm a Packers fan, but if Aaron Rodgers leave, I'm probably going to cry. I have been a Packers fan since since when I, a lot of people being out from this area and a female, and I'm black. How am I a Packers fan? I say number ninety two. It kind of shuts everybody up because everybody knew who number ninety two was. Yeah. And I already have my jersey for when I actually they actually play Philly, and I have to go to Philly. I'm not getting beat up. <laughs> I will write Reggie White all day long. I got a Packers Reggie White, and I got a Philly Reggie White. I will be in there, but they'll know because I'll be like, "All right, Packers." They'll be like, "We got a ring over here. She needs to go." <laughs> oh, somebody, somebody in the chat said, "What about Jordan Love?" <laughs> mm. He legal. That's all I can say. Lord, <laughs> yeah, he's. I, I kind of know who asked that question. He's a football uh, fan as I well. Like, he, I like him. I was a little because I fell asleep during the draft because we had like line thirty, and then I woke up and they, and I just happened to catch the, the the pick before them, and I'm like, they're like the Packers. We didn't moved up in so many spaces, and I picked for this is Jordan. I said a quarterback. So instantly everybody started calling me. I was like, wait. I'm like, do I need to get Lambeau Field? Do I, who I need to call? Like, I said, bro, why are we getting a quarterback? But then it made sense because when Favre was 36, that's how they got Aaron. I don't think Aaron is going anywhere anytime soon. I like Jordan. I, I think he's going to be an asset. I do. I, a lot of people are like, do I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to finish his career in Green Bay? I would love for him to, but I honestly don't see it. I don't, but I like Jordan, you know, he got some big shoes to fill. And yeah. a lot of people will ask me, even people that, that come in when I work for an airline, even people that come into the airport and they see the land and they like, oh, 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 do you think, what do you think about the, the reference between him and Favre? I said, do I think Favre was a great quarterback? Favre did amazing things, this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to always love Brett Favre. Do I think he's better than Aaron Rodgers? Absolutely not. No. Hey, <laughs> My man does some stuff in 10. They had him on 30 30. Anything in 10 seconds, he's like, Bye bye. Even Brady be stealing from my man. So, my man, Stephen A. Smith, said he's a bad man. I just, I like whoever that was. I like Jordan, but I don't want him to take my man's job right now. Not right now. <laughs> Not so a great man playing for the Patriots no more. No, we, we need to get one more ring and then he can come on Sedway and take his job. So, King, uh, 
You got some more for us, right? Yeah, this one is called Souls and Us. All I ever wanted was a good day and a good pay. 18 years a slave between the ocean and the bay. Took on multiple jobs and still kept my health right. Enjoying sunlight while the morning left my life. Within God's gift of receiving blessings over here and there. Absorbing salt air as I'm driving to the pier. Watch the waves on the water as I see the current change. Speak to the heavens, there is no time to play. Keeping options open as I move around my county. What it all feels to me is a whole lot of energy. The true believer of the universe still exists in a way. I really love this place where I create and demonstrate. King. <laughs> you must have wrote that while you was at work. Huh? You wrote that while you was at work or on your way I, to work. I keep a lot of energy that them thoughts. I mean, I was just head. listening to it. I'm just like, you you had work on your mind, like they get on my nerves. Yeah. Uh, I, 18 years a slave. <laughs> you know what the job is between the ocean and the bay. <laughs> I mean, exactly. That's what I was like. Mm, he was always made work. Like I hate, I hate it. I hate it here. I hate it. Here. <laughs> hate it. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, handle the handle. Let me let me ask you guys a question. What's up? This may sound. How do you guys feel about poetry today? Like in the world, in the world, in the grand scheme of things, like. Do you guys think like we could go back thousands of years with poets? I mean, if you go back in the archives, do you think that poets get the credit for what they've done historically, even up until this day? Not as much not, as they not should. Not particular. Yeah, I think I believe they should get a lot more credit than what they 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 have been. Like for instance, everybody is like okay. Everybody know who Maya Angelou is. I mean, that that she just is my is my is Maya. Like, how did you not? But and and they would say, okay, like you, most people know about Nikki, but there's some other artists that you know that 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 has some some great bodies of work that nobody would you know know about. Like we know know about Langston Hughes, but you have to look at some of his art, his work. It's like some you. In school, they teach you, okay, just that poem, just that poem, just that poem. And I was like, I know this man got to have done some more than what he did. And to see his body of work, you're like, oh. Yeah. Why do y'all don't talk about him except for Black History Month? Why don't y'all say, and it's some it's some, it's some, some well-known poets, and it's some poets that you, that could, that could be recognized a little bit more than what they should. True. So I don't think I think poetry. I wouldn't say it's getting a bad rap. It's just it's not getting the best rap that it, rap that it should. You know, it, 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 I think it, it. You can't just always look at the ones that are so nationally known to give them. Oh yeah, that, that she's good and that person's good and and not look at it as a as as an art. In 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 the whole form of things and to. You know, I don't think. Poetry could be. That's why I hate that deaf poetry is gone because that was a huge platform. Like, like you said, I was run home. I'm like, all right, Sunday nine o'clock. Already know we gonna make it. You know, I knew what time the wire came on. I knew what time this came. I'm like, okay, I gotta go home and make sure I watch this. And I would be like, that was before DVR. You was like, I ain't got time to sit up till three o'clock in the morning and watch it again. Mm. So for that platform not to be here any longer, it's like, man. You know, I, I I wish poetry would got would get a a, a 
was on a bigger platform as far as like you know how rap got it, it started and and it's acknowledgement and recognized and it's it's crazy that it's so many artists and it, it, the art and so many art uh, poets poets and, and alike don't get um their props. Mm, that is true though. That's why I'm glad I'm for, I was born and raised in Harlem because I got to witness the whole genre of many different people like doing poetry in all different shapes, sizes, and forms. You know, and that's why I love Mr. Abi Odun. You know, I'm glad he was my teacher. You know, just to somebody to tell you about like, okay, people do poetry this way, they do it that way. But for someone to say like, you follow the cadences, you follow the rhythmic patterns, you this is where you go with it. It's a whole different technique and everything. Well, well, that's how I feel about it. You know, because when I listen to tracks, I could zone somebody lyrics out, I won't even write like them, but I make the track mines. And I'm just following the patterns, the beats, and I'm just closing my eyes, then all of a sudden I just start, boom, 12 lines. And, you know, I'm like, you know, it took me a while to get into that technique because everybody always talk about writing 16 lines and stuff. I'm not trying to be a rapper. <laughs> I'm just trying to put out some work as expressing me and how I view the world, you know, just like um, my book, seeing the world through my spiritual eyes, you know, that's how I see the world even now, you know, who would have known when I put, when I had that title come up, you know, when I wrote it for the book, it still exists upon me right now, seeing the world through my spiritual eyes, you know, but um, that's what led me to write this um, poem too. It's called born to die and live. One of my, um, Cause one of my, I didn't even tell you this before, but you probably knew. But the uh, the area of New Jersey that uh, I'm from, you know, uh, Amiri Barak is from that area. I actually, I'm friends with one of his sons, and mm -hmm. it's it's funny that you know, as he was living, we knew about him, and even now, like people know who he, what he did. His, you know, his son is the mayor of Newark, and um, I don't think his poet, his poems are as well known in this area as they should be. That's what made me ask you guys the question. When you have a famous poet that's from your area, you would think like their poems would be part of the educational curriculum. Even mm. if you grew up in a different area that may have been predominantly white, even with white people that were poets, you mm. would think that this would be part of the curriculum. Um, right. Even now, with all the in schools, they do all the STEM. You still have uh, have an avenue for arts and sciences as well. Well, arts as well. Right, expression. So yeah, mm -hmm. because it's it's interesting because a lot of people aren't quote unquote be able to sit there and listen to theory and be able to do that, but they can express themselves right. in a different type of art form. So that's what made me ask you guys the question. So you wanted to say the poem that you was about to say, cuz? Yeah, I'm just gonna um, drop and off this one. I got one after you. Huh? I said, I got one after you. It's not mine, but I'm gonna read it. <laughs> yeah, you see I represent too, right? That, uh, <laughs> there you go. Dred, Dred Scott, baby. <laughs> yeah, Dred Scott. Huh? One of, one of the best cases that, that's ever on law books, right? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to two grumpy men, <laughs> apparel. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get right into it. Um, This is called Born to Die and Live. If I could change the world, lend a helping hand to those in need, assist the homeless with the hunger, besides house them to eat, provide clothing and give access to the good things in life, 
expand teachings of the righteous belief, load up and strike, bring the elevation points to many levels by open chance, show the skill set of tools to use by deleting the word can't. We all can be mentors, protégés of success and be blessed, turn filthy to clean and fresh, mend our mouth for good breath, walk out to the street and keep all worries underneath. There is a lot of sights to see and grab a hold of possibilities. Break stress in half, enjoy a laugh with a big smile. Share the energy and power, form a crowd and exploit the now. King. Good job. Good job. You know that was you know that was written within this this month. <laughs> Over the last month. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. We know. Very good Thanks. job. Appreciate good that. Job. So Terry, who's this poem that this poem that you're about to read, Terry? Who's this poem by? I can't tell you. I'll tell you at the end. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's intriguing. I'll tell you at the end. <laughs> okay. It's called Ego Tripping. <laughs> All right. I was born in the Congo. I walked the Fertile Crescent and built the Sphinx. I designed a pyramid so tough that a star that only glows every 100 years falls into the center, giving divine perfect life. I am bad. I sat on the throne drinking nectar with Allah. I got hot and sent an ice age to Europe to cool my thirst. My oldest daughter is Nefertiti. The tears from my birth pains created the Nile. I am a beautiful woman. I gazed on the forest and burned out the Sahara Desert with a packet of goat's meat and a change of clothes. I crossed in two hours. I am a gazelle so swift, so swift you can't catch me. For my birthday present, when he was three, I gave my son Hannibal an elephant. He gave me Rome for Mother's Day. My strength flows ever on. My son Noah built a, built a new ark, and I stood proudly at the helm as we sailed on a soft summer day. I turned myself into myself, and I was Jesus. Men intone my loving name. All praises, all praises. I am the one who would save I sold my diamonds in my backyard. The boughs delivered uranium. The fillings from my fingernails are semi-precious jewels on a trip north. I caught a cold in blue. My nose giving all to the A-Rad world. I'm so hip, even my errors are correct. I sailed west to teach east and had to round off the earth as I went. The hair from my head thin and gold was laid across three continents. I am so perfect, so divine, so ethereal, so surreal. I cannot be comprehended except by my permission. I mean, I can fly like a bird in the sky. That is Nikki Giovanni. <laughs> All right. That, was, All that right. was the one, right? Yes. I could not think of the name of it, but I, I, I remembered it. That is the one. Like, that lady is so amazing. I need to meet her. Like, I probably would cry if I met her. Ain't too many people. I would be like, ugly cry. She would get it. I would go one of those guys. She's the one? <laughs> well, we're here, we're here to fireworks. I mean, I hope yeah. my, my audience, uh, and, and it's funny because this, this is, is the, this is the first, time, this first time that I noticed that a lot of people, this year, these fireworks have pissed off everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You know another thing, cause I'm going to tell you. The, I'm used to the middle, of maybe like the first two, like July 4th, and then maybe two or three days after that. I've been hearing this for the last two, three weeks. This is <laughs> killing me right now. <laughs> you know when um 
when I hear other people uh, recite poetry, it's very intriguing to me because everybody have their own unique style, you know, um, which is the expression of the heart, you know, the heart, mind, and soul. So I'm just like, I'm like, yo, that was fine. That was dope. Like somebody might say, Joe, that was that King, that was that was some dope shit. I'm like, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just when I hear it, you know, I just come from that place. Like I said, being up in New York, you know, uh, my, my older brother, um, me and him four years apart, he used to take me different places, and you know, I would be around this, exposed to this, that, and the other, and I'm just like, well, I would act like I wasn't really interested, but I just like, oh, that's different. <laughs> I mean, like, but um, yeah. But I'm glad for the experience, though. You know, I, that's one thing I got to thank my older brother for the experience of just learning, and also I build with a lot of different brothers, a lot of different authors that I'm in tune with, and um, these are good brothers. They they keep me on my ones and twos. You know, just like a DJ. But I appreciate them two brothers, um, C Grooms and um, Cy King, um, Cotton. You know what I mean, so uh, I'm on one. <laughs> so 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 let me ask you because uh, uh you, you don't bought Terry on, you don't bought Lisa on, you bought Julia on, man. You 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 got a nice network of, of poets, man. This is a good thing. And I'm glad that you uh, uh are willing to allow somebody to share the stage with you. Of course, on that each one teach one. We come from that a lot of us come from that school, you know. Let's let's broaden the horizon. You know what I mean? So uh let's let's get it. Let's get in. Let's get Terry, into it. Terry, you ain't had nobody you wanted to bring on with you. Like, yo, I'm going on the show to talk poetry. <laughs> You'll have a network of poets like in your in your immediate circle, like mm -mm. I used to have one friend, oh my gosh, when we worked at I still friends with her, but I know her how her schedule is and you know life is and she wouldn't have been able to come on. Um when I used to work for the trans the transit station uh, company here, which is called Metro, we would write and we I run from one end of the office to the other, and I'm like, all right, Keisha, read this. She'd be like, all right, read this. Period stuff, good. And we, you know, every day you got something, you got something. Like we did that for two, two and a half years. Like on her days that she was off, I'm like, dang, I can't wait for her to come back. Like, she come, I'm like, I got some for you. She's like I got some for you, and we would critique each other. So I'm like, man, what? This is yeah, this, this is great. But nah, not too many, not too many, you know. So you got all this information just stored like, <laughs> oh, I just need to release. Like, people don't know what I got, these thoughts and these expressions that I got in my head. Nobody understands. And it's crazy because I have the thoughts and the, and, and the things in it. And it's like, sometimes I, 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 I'm prone to not write it down, but I'll have these thoughts and I'll just start singing them. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, what did I just think? And then I can't remember. I'm like, hey, man, that was a good, that was a good line. Like, I could have wrote that and you know, made it to a poem. So it's like, <laughs> when you have so much, so much thought in in your brain and, and so much you want to get out of your heart, it's like too much can sometimes be a problem because you're like, okay, I don't know what I just had a, I just had a good thought. I just had a good line, and then you go get the paper. And you're like, okay, what did I just say? <laughs> so, it's a gift and a curse when you have a, you have a wealth of stuff that you want to come in and you and you want to say, but it's like also a curse because you like it, it, it's too much. Like, how do I condense it somehow in some form of fashion? Yeah, yeah. That's why I like writing in my phone. I, I mastered that little technique. <laughs> <laughs> right, writing on the go. 
Right, scrap paper. Well, you know, you know, I work healthcare because you know what I mean. So you know, them bells be ringing. You know, I just be like, oh. So look, when I'm going down a hole, sometimes I'll be typing in my joint before I get there. I'll be like, oh, all right, let me squeeze these last three three lines up in there when I end up good. But uh, it's cool though. You know, I love I love writing poetry. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm glad my daughter got me. Um, out there yeah that kind of that, that, that kind of that's kind of interesting i mean because <laughs> I, I was surprised that when you you said who she was um because usually our kids are not the ones who's who may follow your legacy directly yeah and i know i know uh as a father i have a son and i only could imagine having a daughter like that gotta be like really uh a proud moment that she's taking your craft a whole different way, like you know, and it's, being it's crazy. She's, it's crazy. She's a vanguard out there in the in the streets protesting on the front lines. <laughs> yeah. it's like, she's, I know she it's told me one time moment. she was like, "I remember you and my godfather. Y'all used to be rapping and stuff like that. I used to hear y'all all the time. I remember. This is I remember in the crib. I was like." <laughs> But we did used to be rapping all the time. I mean, she she write about that. We'd be going having our little ciphers and stuff like that, and he'd be spitting some balls. I'd be spitting some balls. We'd be toying around, playing around, and stuff. So who knows what kids pick up? You know, they say kids pick up things when they're young, from what they hear, what they see, and everything like that. So you know, when I heard her CD, I I was like, Yo, Jalisa, that was nice. She was like, Dad, you should do it. I'm like. Look, 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 I'm, I'm chilling, yo. You know, I said, I'm going to focus on these books for right now. I, right? you know, you got me up in my level right there. So that comes a little quicker, but um, the CD is coming soon, though. I you know, I just got my tracks and everything. So, you know. Well, well Terry, I don't, I don't, I don't know if King told you, you know, um, you, you, this is in a, this is a, as, as well as this is on YouTube. It's also in the Facebook group that we have. It's called Let's Talk as well. You're mm -hmm. you're you're invited to join the group as well. You know, I believe I am in it already because I, I see some of your content some days. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, yes. you talked about something the other day, and I was like, I meant to chime in. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, what we do is what we do in the group is to try to have um, thought provoking content. Um, that's gonna require all of us to really like sometimes check our thoughts at the door. You know what I mean? Cause they are there to provoke. I mean, nobody, to me, I believe that nobody wants to be in a, um, a group where everybody agrees on everything. So you wanna kind of get people from all different types of backgrounds, different areas, because we do, we all have a different lens and we all see things different. Right. So that's the one of the purpose of the group is to add as another vehicle with the YouTube channel as well, and to kind of like help each other to uh, to grow as individuals and and, and and you know as a culture. Right, right. So uh, you know you could definitely chime in. I mean, all I can say is there's some sharks. There's some sharks in there because I have seen. <laughs> yeah, it, get, it it gets a little testy. Um, but right. like I said, uh, we we. We want to always try to uh, bring some thought-provoking content. Um, one of the things that uh, it, I'm quite sure we've seen lately was that it started with politics. Now it was going on, but you know that's not all or what we want to limit ourselves to because it's more to 
us as people as those things. I know some people don't even want to talk about politics. Some people don't even want to talk about race. So, I mean, you could just put anything in there. It could be the art. It could be the, the poetry. It's something that uh, I believe everybody likes poetry. I never heard a person say they don't like poetry. Um, I think, I think you know why? It's because I think poetry um, taps into a different um, consciousness of your soul. I mean, mm-hmm. someone's words, and um, like you guys both speak, you could get something out of what somebody's saying when you really have to tune in, listen. You know how, like, when they when you go to a slam, they got the certain music going on, and you'd be like, I right, I feel that, and I can relate that to my life. Like, when you discuss the favor, I mean... You may have just wrote that poem for work, but it is definitely applicable for all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. So, King, uh, anything else you want to uh, share with us before we close out for the night? So, King, before you say anything, let me ask you, you say you're doing a CD. Like, are you incorporating, like, uh, music with that? Because, I, for example, Malcolm, Malcolm Jamal Warner, that boy has a CD out. And I bought a couple of songs off of that, you know, one of them, one of them because my favorite artist, Stokely, was singing on them. But I, I listened to it, and I was like, this is probably the first time in a long time or even ever that I've heard that. And the beats were amazing. It's just like he had Layla singing on one, and he's just like, okay, I'm talking about how I like this girl and blah, 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 blah. And the next one, he had Stokely singing on one about just him, his life. And I'm just like... Wow, this is actually pretty good. So, do you? Are you this just is actually like a? It's actually like a spoken word CD. But you know, uh, my cousin gave me the tracks. What I was gonna do, I was gonna u- utilize uh, some material already pre-written. But I'm not gonna walk down that avenue. That's all gonna be original stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I'm like gonna take my time with it. But the the tracks are like slamming. <laughs> oh my god! It takes me back to like the late '80s early 90s, the way he did the, the tracks. And right. it wasn't like he did them for me. It's just in his archive, just sitting there. He was like, cuz, he said, uh, utilize what you what you need and, and uh, do your thing. So I was like, oh, okay. I said, so you well, after have, I put... You just gonna have, uh, like, spoken word with the music, but, like, are you going to, like, incorporate, like, the fingers and stuff like that? Or I don't know like yet. That? When I, You know, I get a little creative with stuff on that, so, right. you know, I might have some. I might have somebody singing a couple of hooks or whatever, you know, <laughs> in between. You know, are you throwing hints? Huh? <laughs> Mike Reggie Jackson in right off the park. <laughs> but but yeah, um, I I'm just gonna let my artistic creativeness just rock, rock it out, you know, because. I was going to use the other material pre-written, but I was like, you know what? Uh-uh. I said, I, I got better plans for it. Because when I listen to these tracks, I'm like, I've been freestyling off them and stuff. I'm like, yo, that joint is dope. It just takes me back to that, like, early 90s era. Not even not even late 90s. Early 90s. Late 80s. You know, this cousin in particular, he used to do music, too, when I saw. I got the best of both worlds a little something. You know what I mean? So, so that's where I'm at, cuz. Well, listen, anybody got any thoughts before we close out? Terry? 
I just appreciate y'all having me on here. This was a great. No, you're welcome. I appreciate. It. I just appreciated you having me on there, and I wish it was more platforms like this. Well, uh, I'm just gonna say, Terry, uh, don't don't hang up when I when I close out. Don't hang up because we'll still be able to conversate once we are not not live. But um, we enjoyed we enjoyed you um coming on the show. Thank okay. you very much. Appreciate you. I know. I, I know that if King asked you to come on the show. That he really respect you as a person and as as uh, an artist. Um, you're more than welcome to share any of your poems on the show. Like you said, make sure you put copyright on it. Um, I'm I'm quite sure it'll get approved. Um, don't be afraid not to put thought provoking poems on there, because um, like I said, it is it's a challenge for all of us to step up our game with uh, not just being so rigid in our thoughts. Um, having some type of flexibility. Um, I really appreciate you guys tonight. And uh, Thank until you guys then, for having me, allow me to open up the Poetry Corner on your platform. Appreciate that, because <laughs> big salute to you. You know what I mean? And um, so, you guys, until the next time, everybody, have a blessed and safe night. You as well. You as well. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Night. Stay blessed.